Hi there, thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome to the Beer Man Podcast. My name is Paul Kazadi. I will be your host. We've been doing a series recently on commitment issues and people have responded to it quite well. So instead of continuing on, we're going to take a bit of a pause and hear a story from one of our listeners by the name of Giovanni. And he can tell us about his commitment issues and hopefully someone in the audience will be able to relate. Thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy the rest. Yeah, so commitment issues and that for me it really started with one of my exes. Um, that was my first serious, serious relationship after high school and that. Uh, I wouldn't say I had any real significant relationship prior to that really. Um, but yeah, this girl, like we, we knew each other for about six, seven years before we started dating. Um, you know, I knew the whole family, mum, dad, brothers, sisters, aunties, uncles, every, everybody. I knew everybody, basically. They all knew me. Um, but, yeah, so after a while, yeah, we realised that we was interested in each other. Uh, we started dating. Um, and in the midst of our relationship, you know, obviously we grew. It was blossom, blossoming. It was, it was blooming, you know. You know those those first stages of relationship and that yeah it was good it was really good and that and um so yeah after a while we'll be having convos about you know marriage uh kids names we're going to give our kids house where we want to live all of that all of that and um well yeah we was both uh looking into going to higher education so we found this program where we could both be in the same city, doing the same studies, basically, as we both was interested in the same thing. Um, but yeah, she was able to go, but I wasn't able to go as I had other commitments in our home city. Um, if I left, I would have to give up my flat. So I was like, nah, I can't, I can't really go on that because I haven't really got family like that in in this city and that, so I have to keep my flat. So anyway, um, yeah, she moved away, about three hours away. She moved to that place. I stayed in the home city. I found another university and that where I could commute um, to go and study. So yeah, we was both there. And um, um, yeah. Yeah, I lost my train of thought. Well, yeah, so yeah, we was both in different places studying, and um, I'll go up and visit on weekends. Um, we'll keep in touch as much as possible. Phone calls, video calls, um, yeah. Well, yeah, during this time, um, I ended up proposing in September, and by December, the relationship was dead food, really. Like, I was fully invested. I thought this was going to be my wife. But before everything died, the program that she was in advised her to not be in a relationship within her first year. I don't know why. I don't know how them not moving like that. But yeah, that's that's what she told me, and that's what I got told. And um, so yeah, went from like being engaged to just being boyfriend and girlfriend, to just being friends, and then it flatlined. 
I got removed off socials, then added back. Phone calls and messages saying that she's making a mistake. Um, and miss what we had. We should get back together. It was, yeah, it was all a bit mad, really. Yeah, it was all a bit mad, really. Um, but yeah, I was, I was like, I was really embarrassed in it, really. I couldn't like face any of my family members. I had to remove the engage status of my Facebook. Um, I still haven't actually had this conversation with my mum. Like, yeah, it's all a bit mad. I haven't had this conversation with my mum. But she knows that I'm not engaged anymore. She knows that me and this person, we're not together and probably won't be getting married for a while. Or if I do get married, I don't know. But yeah. really I had no yeah no desire to do anything um, I was like really low on that and it affected me like deeply and that like because I'm a thinker in it like um, I don't really talk a lot in it so I think about things probably too much um, so yeah it affected me at work really and because I was working with agencies on building sites and I would leave I would leave that work that site like I'll move on to the next site like every two weeks really like I, I wouldn't commit to anything um, I would make sure that I always have like another agency lined up after a week make sure I ring them up like yeah can I start work the following Monday as I'm finishing at this place because I didn't want to commit to anything. And I, and I think I did that for about a year and a half, really. I'm just, yeah, just moving from site to site. Um, but yeah, I ended up, like, obviously meeting someone else. And I ended up hurting that person and that because I couldn't commit. Even though, yeah, she's, yeah, a really nice girl, really pretty. But I just couldn't commit to yeah, being in a relationship with her and, like, yeah, proper, like, her feelings and that. And, um, so, yeah, I had to, obviously, like, I literally, I didn't even, I didn't speak to her for a while, for, like, a good four or five months. And then I had to, I had to get back in touch with her and I was like, you know, I'm really sorry and that. I just, yeah, I'm still dealing with my past relationship I'm still dealing with, you know, commitment and confidence and all that. So, so yeah, I'm really sorry and of how I've acted over the last four or five months. And, um, but yeah, now I don't think she really trusts me in that to, yeah, I don't think she trusts me to be in a relationship with me. So, but yeah, now I'm, yeah, I'm over that ex and that, really. Yeah, I'm over that ex and that. Um, but yeah, I'm guessing 
there's still some issues there that I need to, yeah, work on and that really. Learn to, to trust people again and, and move forward in it. And yeah, I just want to say, yeah, thanks for reaching out. Thanks for having me in it. It's been a pleasure in it. One love, bro. I'll be honest with you, hearing the story really, it shook me deeply inside because I, I, I have a deep fear, you know, for things going well and everything starting off okay and great and then the, then just crashing and burning. That's one of my biggest fears, but not a lot of guys are brave enough to really, you know, tell their story and for other men to hear that they're hurting too. And they, uh, I'm not here to say that anyone is better than anyone or anyone is further than anyone. I'm here to try to make the point that everyone's growing, you know, and you shouldn't let your fear rule you. There's a quote that I heard that says, um, anything you can't say no to controls you. And that's often used as like motivation for people who, you know, are addicted or, or, or stuff like that. However, it goes deeper than that in that if you can't say no to fear, if you can't say no to anxiety, then it controls you. And while I think we all go through pain and go through pain because of the past that we've dealt with, we shouldn't let them control us to the point where our future and our presence suffers because of it. I think fundamentally relationships are supposed to help you grow and build. If you're, if you're with the right people around you, then you should be able to grow as a person. You know, we don't stop talking to our best friends or siblings when we're going through tough times. Ultimately, generally, we grow because of the friendships, you know. Um, but I think the most important takeaway from this story is that what you tend to see is, especially with regards to commitment issues, when, when that topic is brought up is when people are hurting each other, we only see the action and the reaction, namely the 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 the. the, the the act that inflicts the pain and the pain being received. However, unless conversations are opened up and unless we genuinely, we genuinely talk about why these things are happening and how deep the rabbit hole goes, we'll never really understand the root of these issues. You know, from the perspective of, of, of Giovanni's new girl, who's now, you know, the girl who doesn't trust him anymore, um, she probably doesn't trust him because of the fact that he, you know, didn't want to be committed. And for her, that was just a lack of commitment. But for him, it was pain from his past. And, you know, I'm not sure. I don't know whether or not that dialogue was had, but I think that it's so important to talk to people, hear them out. Don't be so quick to judge. Don't be so quick to make the story about you. Realize that sometimes men, a lot of times men, we're going through it, you know. But we just need an opportunity to be heard so that we can express our pain and, and grow with you. Because if we can't, if we don't feel like you can understand our pain and you're demanding us to be more than we can be, that's when we, that's when, that's when we run and we leave because we're not allowed to, to feel, we just expected to, to perform. And I think that's, that's the demand that women put on men sometimes that makes them behave in a way that, that is hurtful, but generally not maliciously intended to be. It's just, it's too much sometimes so yeah maybe i'll do another episode on this another time but right now i think that's the, those are the first things that come to my mind thank you so much if you have any stories you want to share that you think will encourage others or give people more insight please don't be afraid to dm us thank you so much for listening this has been the be a man podcast peace